0: Hello, everybody. Welcome to Yes, Have Some Podcast. My name is Craig Goldberg. Tonight, the long-awaited, long-rumored, long-speculated return of Wookiees and Cookies. I can't wait to talk about this. I can't wait to get into this. Jacob Walsh is joining us, as always. Jake, what's up, man?
1: Hi. Uh, it's kind of weird the way you said that. Jacob Walsh is joining us. As He's if I'm joining He's joining us. Always here <laughs> three let times me, a me- week.
0: Let me try that again. Hey, my co-host for the last 7 years, Jacob Walsh. What's up, man? Oh, cool. Hey,
1: uh, pretty, you know, uh, doing well. I had to go out and buy um more milk today because I needed some milk for Wookie's and cookies and I accidentally threw my milk out thinking it was old <laughs> and right. I uh-huh. was like, "Oh, this must be old. Let me pour this out." And then as it was going down the drain, I was like, I literally bought that for Wookiees and Cookies. Dang, and then had dang. to go out and buy more milk. So um, don't get old because um, time comes for us all, is what I'm saying. <laughs> going out sucks. Sometimes your memory is not as good and you forget and you throw out perfectly good vanilla almond milk.
0: Don't even Damn. also if your milk don't. I didn't get know old, it was vanilla. People will throw you out, and not even ask you how you're
2: doing.
0: <laughs> um, Abigail, how are you?
2: I'm great. I've got cookies next to me. I have blue milk that I I have in hand.
0: Is that home squeezed? This
2: is a home brew, right? Home here, folks. squeeze right home out the squeeze teeth. right out of the teas. Uh,
0: right out of the teas.
2: I I not said that, but yeah, I I I like this, and I'm very excited. That-
0: now, is mm. that just tinfoil
2: over the top? What's happening? It is indeed, Jacob okay. Walsh, okay. because I don't have a lid for this. <laughs> but you know what? You know this is good because it says Authentica,
0: which means that it's- Wait a minute. Hold on. I, it's real. I have a question. Yeah. What is that?
2: I think this what this was like that? some accoutrement for the bar setup that we did for- Did you,
1: did you clean that out? Are you going to drink out
2: oh, of Oh, Jake- I used Dawn. Like this was blue with soap okay. before this, so this is been okay. fully clean. Because yeah, it's from our commercial shoot from like three years ago. Oh um,
1: wow! For now, I
2: think A and W or something.
1: Right. Okay. Yeah. I, I didn't even I didn't even go through the trouble of trying to make my milk blue because I'm serving my milk in a porg, as you can oh, see. And I said, wow. you know what? You can't even see the color. Um. So I didn't. I didn't worry about the blue part. I just. I just you leveled some, up
3: some well, that's porg cool. milk
1: here. Yeah. You guys well, have one
0: of these, right? We got a porg. There's a porg around here. You got a porg somewhere. There's a porg somewhere. Let's um. Why don't we do this? So this is going to be our our, our first episode of the new year. Maybe people don't know what Wookies and Cookies was or is. Mm-hmm. Um. The 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 long do, and short. Do, do, do. <laughs> yes. 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 Uh.
2: You might know what a cookie is. But what a Wookie is. But what about a Wookiee and a cookie?
0: But together. And the three
2: of us. Yeah, together. It's a whole different thing.
0: I mean, you could simplify it and say it's three people talking about Star Wars while enjoying cookies. But to me it's sure. so much more than that.
2: That's the tradition. That's that's what the, the lore of Wookies and Cookies, that's kind of what it's about, is enjoying Star Wars and cookies together.
0: Basically, in uh, late oh 2017, right before the release of the Last Jedi, we, we did this project called Wookies and Cookies, where we like rented out a studio and we built a uh, you know a big set and we decorated it and it was like we 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 wrote a script. It was like a Star Wars talk show, and we put a lot of work into it and a lot of time and money, and it was really fun. And the set was amazing. The The set set, was amazing. It
1: was weird because, uh, we had like a crew of people basically working for us and with us and mm-hmm. it, it like felt we were like telling people what to do we're on set people are building stuff we're having Jake, to like you, you like that provide part. Lo- I like that part I like yelling at people I didn't yell at anybody but it's fun being like <laughs> hey could've. move a little. that over here or do, mm-hmm. do don't do that that kind of thing but we did have to provide food for them and that sucks but um <laughs> we, did have to, we did have to provide like basic human needs yeah. to these people. But, they
0: wanted a bathroom. What but was, it was that weird,
1: about? But it was weird because they're all watching us. It was like us trying to do that the was... podcast with a crew of people standing in front of us, staring at us, and that was a little weird. But I, I thought it all went well. And and the, uh, the one episode we got out of it, I do still like, but there were some
0: issues. There were some audio, sure. video issues. Mm-hmm. Um, also, if you never edited video before, and you're you like... You
2: need audio, first need, of all, well, to you, edit the video. Well, let's audio. just go
0: ahead and say it. So uh, the, the, Had some some of, the
1: people we paid to do this lost audio of a full... We Our, our plan was to do three of these. Three it episodes, was like three right? episodes. We did costume, cha- costume changes. We changed our shirts and stuff in between. So right. it would be three different things. And... So some of the video footage came out completely blurry. We had two cameras going and it was other people in charge. Like it was their job. These people got paid to do this. And uh, some of the footage is completely blurry and unusable. And then also they lost all the audio. It was all audio was all done separately because we were trying to be professional. Right. And they lost all the audio for, I think one of the episodes, the third episode or something was just like, Oh, cool! We paid for that, and it's gone.
2: <laughs> yeah, you could say it was. We learned a lot of lessons. Maybe sure. um, it's definitely like it was one of our first big productions where it we were a, like yeah. writing a check to the studio, and we found the studio and all of that, which I think, was exciting. Um, but yeah, I know what you're saying, Jake. Like it was, there was some frustration, and yeah. I think this is finally our opportunity to bring it to full like fruition and well, exactly what we want to see.
0: Technology has advanced so much in the last couple of years as you kind of don't need all that. You just, we do it three times a week from our house now. Yeah. Um, no, but it was a really cool, like big, like, I think here's what I will say. Not if, but when we go back for another project like that, because it is inevitable, I don't know if it'll be sure. Star Wars or Wookiee sure. and Cookies. Mm-hmm. I think we'll be a lot more equipped and prepared to take it on. And a lot like, we were kind of like putting our trust into a bunch of people and like hoping they would kind of know what we were looking for. And I think that was early days of YHS. Like we'd only been doing it for a year and a half or something. Lesson
2: learned. You can really only rely on yourself.
0: Yeah. Nobody knows what you want, but you Your friends. Yeah. Uh, that's why when we did the, Doctor yeah, hold, well,
1: hold on, but let me say something. Um, if your job is to film and and get the audio, like, <laughs> right. Uh, they know we want the audio, right? We shouldn't have to tell you, uh, Hey, we want this audio. They're looking, like being paid to give us the, that I know some of it is on us. Yes. But uh, no, none of it. Literally none of it. The we did awesome. In the, in the we
2: showed up, stuff, right. we built the set, we sanded, we painted, we were there over hours, like after hours. Sure. Yeah. We bought hey, props. Awesome. We ran all around Atlanta trying to get like ingredients. And then we had to like cook it. Jake and I, we're trying to cook like yeah. caramel together at
1: like Cooking. four in the morning hey also it was a really long drive to get to that place <laughs> it was yeah
2: long. there was a lot there was like a was lot of back and away. forth But,
1: there was but an i RGD did have fun too, though, I, did have fun, though. Yeah, I thought it was I fun i thought it was fun it's just like a bummer how some of it turned out right.
2: yeah it was like the first <laughs> time that we were all in the trenches though it, it kind of felt like um, the
0: guy was like hey uh you guys didn't want it in focus, did you
1: <laughs>
0: <laughs> uh, You didn't yeah. want to be able to like use this
1: footage, did what you I,
2: I feel like what I'll say is it's like it's expectation versus the reality and that was our first time going into something with we had great expectations and what and, and a lot of it was especially the set was like this is exactly what we thought it was coming to life and working together on it, the three of us brought us closer together. And that was like probably well, on, one of the fa- good
0: things. If you fast forward a couple years later when we did the Dr. Pepper stuff, we had more of a an idea of like we're in control, like we could make this happen uh according to like our own, <laughs> you know.
2: And <laughs> technically Wookiees and Cookies helped us get that. So right, yeah, it's exactly. all it's all worth it it's no all matter part what we're trying to do. I
1: love it. You know, you know what my biggest bummer about uh the episodes that didn't come out or kind of Wookiees and Cookies kind of being no more? Like the biggest bummer about it is that we were genuinely excited for um, the last Jedi to come out and we had oh. these discussions about it. Mm-hmm. And th- just like our, uh, you know, hope for that film uh, it's gone. It's all gone. It's like you—you you can <laughs> never go back. You can never listen to us have a conversation about how truly excited we were for the Last Jedi because it's disappeared uh, and it doesn't exist anymore. Mm-hmm.
0: So. I would actually like to go back. There's got to be some old episodes of Why I'm
1: wearing. I'm wear. I wore a Last Jedi shirt for Wookies and Cookies. I you was like, do that super now. Excited about it. I haven't worn the shirt since then because I think, (laughs) I think last Jedi came out like a week after it was like very, it was like within a month, I think of us filming Wookiees and cookies. That movie came out.
2: Yeah. It was like our plan, I think to release like simultaneously.
0: It'll be big. The movie will be out big. It'll be great. Hey, listen. So what we're going to do is we're going to talk about these cookies that we got. And then we've got some fun star Wars chat, by the way, this is not the last time we're going to talk about star Wars. In fact, guess what? We're like two months away from the Mandalorian coming back. I'm sure midnight Mando or midday Mando or mandatory seven- Mando mandatory Mando. I That's like that one. That's a good one. Yeah. Yeah. Let's do that. Fresh. That's fresh. That's fresh. Mm-hmm. Um, that will be back. We've got a lot of fun star Wars stuff coming up in our lives, but before we talk about star Wars and get into the, 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 the depths of Tatooine here, before we start drowning sans, it's the signs of Tatooine. Let's talk about these cookies, Jake. What's your cookie setup tonight? Uh, as you can see uh,
1: right over here, I have this nice table of cookies, and I got um, I got these. Uh, these are like knockoff. Um, first of all, I think we all decided to just buy cookies this time. Last time, I did we not made make cookies. cookies.
2: That was one of the parts I didn't now, enjoy from Wookiees and cookies
1: was the I, baking. I thought it was fun. I thought the the baking cookies was fun, and I do enjoy... Uh, I don't bake cookies very often, but I had fun with that. Um, and I think the fact that we completely fucked up the cookies last year
3: is fun. made it
1: funnier, and it made the episodes fun. But this year, we said, no, no, no. Too much time. Let's just buy cookies. So Let's buy some these, cookies. These are like a knockoff... Um, they're called Goody Girl cookies, and they're oh. they're they're they kind of look like Oreos, but they're like s'mores. It's like oh. a it's a knockoff like a uh, uh, Girl Scout got cookie it um, oh yeah. That makes sense. Goody Girls. Goody these doodles. are these are little chocolate chip cookies, mm-hmm. and then I got some uh Snickerdoodle cookies here. Oh, oh the Snickerdoodle return.
0: Snickerdoodle yeah. that shows how like we were so into Snoke. Before deep, the last heavily Jedi. into
2: Snoke <laughs> and uh, into Ray's lineage. That was like a sketch we were going to do, was like, we're trying to figure out who the parents are. And
1: Yeah. I'm going to rename these three cookies um, Bryce Dallas Howard's.
2: <laughs> cool. Wait a minute. Bryce- So one's the Bryce, one's the Dallas, and one's the Howard?
0: Hold on. Sure. <laughs> Bryce Dallas- These are my BDHs. I'm going to have a Dallas real quick. Bryce Dallas Howard's sounds like a Girl Scout cookie.
1: It like does. yeah.
0: We, you know, we, 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 we got some, what are some of the other Girl Scout cookies? We got some Thin Mints. Mm-hmm. We got some Bryce Dallas Howards. <laughs> we got, uh, what are the coconut ones? Those are the ones I like. No one knows. Oh, I don't yeah, know. we'd have to. Nobody know. cares. It's been a while since. Samo- There's Samoas. Samoas. The Chocolate. Yeah, chocolate yeah. 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 Those are fun. Uh-huh. I have fun when I get those. Cho-
2: the, I like the peanut butter Do-Si-Do's. Oh, you like oh, those? Oh,
0: there you go. Mm-hmm. And the, Bri- the Bryce Dallas Howards. And the Bryce Dallas good. Howards. Though. That's yeah. the cookie. Their I
2: twist want. cookie. That's the
0: cookie I want. Yep. Yeah. I'm no. not going to say anything else, <laughs> but I want to badly. Okay. <laughs> now, Abby, what, what's our cookie setup here? This is very exciting.
2: Yeah, absolutely. Um, I gave names to these ahead of time, but again, did not bake them. These here are double chocolate Bantha pies. Oh, I like that. So they're like little, you know, like. Wait, what are those leaves. for
1: real? But what are those for real? What, they're what? like
2: double chocolate.
1: They're double chocolate chips. Those and I wrote good. the label
2: on it. Yeah, dude. Because we oh, use all wrote, of the bantha. You wrote that
1: label? It didn't come like that? Oh, what no, saying? dude, that's
2: me. <laughs> that's all Abby's handwriting. Thank you for thinking it was professional. That's what I always aim for.
0: Bantha pies.
2: Bantha pies.
0: All right. We're
2: riding the bantha. Okay. Here we have coaxium cookies. Probably won't think this one was store-made, do you? <laughs> you know? That's This was me, coaxium cookies.
1: This? That sounds uh, That's That sounds like a cookie I would not like. Yeah.
2: You want to avoid these kind of cookies.
1: Yeah. If I if if I went to the store and I saw coaxium cookies, uh, that sounds no, like dude. It's it sounds made like it's of
2: part of like surgery a prep or something.
1: Or something.
0: That's yeah. the kind of cookie you have to like. First, you have to mug an Imperial stormtrooper, steal his uniform, and then sneak. change
2: your name to Solo. <laughs>
0: yeah. Change your name, <laughs> and then go steal the coaxium. That's the only way to get it. Yeah. Um, okay. What's the third one?
2: Uh, the classic uh, chocolate chip chirpas.
0: Chocolate chip. Okay. Chirpa. Chocolate cool. chip. That's like chirpas. a deep Ewok. Yeah. A really Ewok deep deep reference.
2: E- yeah. E- e- Ewoks. Yeah. That's a chocolate chip cookie. Um. So we have three varieties. I have cool. them. You can't see, but they're displayed on my uh, episode one Pepsi and Mountain Dew can case. I wish I could show now it was, it's a Wait, gift from now, Austin would young. You, w-
0: Speaking of Ewoks, would you say these are high grade, uh, cookies or low gray? Oh, cookies. these are probably low, oh. gray. Low, gray, so these <laughs> are low gray. Yeah. Well, let's get into it folks. So we, we got a couple fun, uh, segments planned. Abby's going to pour some blue milk. I'm going to hold it. For I just had a flashback here. to Wookiees and cookies doing this. Like I was yeah. like, is it time for the milk? It's fun. <laughs> hey, it's actually a lot of fun. Um, by the way, if you are watching this early, uh, in, in complete video format, that means you're part of the YHS Patreon, and we appreciate you, uh, being a part of that. Now Craig, that, what does that mean? Well, that looks like paint. I just want to put that out.
2: <laughs> I mean, it basically is the food coloring that you got is like a gel. So I think it like thickened it Ew.
0: up. It's
2: <laughs> uh, yes, uh, blue milk, blue gel, milk,
0: blue gel, gel. milk. Let's talk about Patreon real quick. If you are uh, wanting to support yhs and all of the adventures we have including our other shows like yhs on monster island and toy anxiety and you want to get access to bonus audio and video material every month including four toy anxiety after shows zoom hangs we have a merch tier where you get an exclusive merch drop four times a year or once a quarter whatever sounds more like more often but it's the same time it's the same amount of time and quarterly uh, quarterly there you go um, for as little as $5 a month, you can join at patreon.com slash yes, have some, and uh, it's been growing and there's a lot of people, you know, supporting us. And, uh, it's been really, uh, it's amazing, man. We're about to go into year seven of YHS. And like, I have this like energy, like we're just, we're just getting started. So it's, it's really fun. Uh, you can learn more about that and how you can get all that bonus audio and video material at patreon.com slash yes, have some. All right. Um, okay, so the first thing we're going to be discussing tonight, I love anniversary years for Star Wars. I really do. It feels there's so many Star Wars you know, properties, movies, TV, it feels like every year is some sort of anniversary, mm-hmm. um, You know, but this year coming up, 2023, we have the 40th anniversary of Return of the Jedi. Now, if you've been a YHS listener for a long time, you know we are all on record. I don't think I'm speaking out of turn in saying that. It is the definitive best of Star Wars. Like Return of the Jedi is the best Star Wars movie. You can't really argue it. It's like a scientific fact. Um, but I'm excited about the 40th anniversary and I, like mm-hmm. all the things that come with the anniversary. Like you know, there'll probably be some limited edition uh, merch and mm-hmm. posters and prints. And I'm you know, Star I'm excited War- for the re-releases. Star Wars celebration will have. <laughs> They're not going to re-release it again. They might actually we'll get some toys. But Jake, just thinking about Return of the Jedi, just in general, like what is it about that movie that kind of speaks to you as a Star Wars fan?
1: Um, You know, it, it wasn't always my favorite Star Wars movie. And for a long time, I thought um, Empire Strikes Back was my favorite. But then I don't know when it was maybe a couple years ago. I was watching them all. And what turns me is the same thing that turns Darth Vader back into Anakin Skywalker. And it's that whole last confrontation with Luke. That that scene is just the, it's the best thing. Like Luke being peak Jedi, not wanting to fight his father and just talking him back into the light side. To me, it's like I cry every time watching that. Like listening to him talk about... You know, when he says, I am a Jedi, like my father before me, when he says that to Darth Vader, it is the, be- it's the best thing in any Star Wars movie mm-hmm. of all
0: time. That means a lot coming from you because you're not always like historically always on board and in buying into like the redemption story. Yeah,
2: that's what I was surprised, not surprised, but it's kind of, it's interesting to hear you well, say I, how much
0: you like that.
1: I, I think that's why I did not. I think that's why I used to not like that movie. That's why I used to like uh, <clears throat> Empire Strikes Back a little more. And I also used to I used to be one of those people who rooted a little more for the Empire and the bad guys. And then it's like, as I got a little older, you know, the first time I saw Rise of Skywalker, I didn't buy into Kylo's redemption either. But then when it came out and I watched it a couple more times, I'm like, no, like, I totally buy into his like so many things happen to him. Right in the course of all three of those movies, especially that movie, that uh that justify it for me. Yeah. And I don't know. And then and then watching Darth Vader do the same thing. It's just like watching those two those two films, like I know I know we're gonna talk about the sequel trilogy in kind of a separate segment, but like you should watch, if you've never done it, you should watch uh, Return of the Jedi and Rise of Skywalker back to back. Cause even though there's, even though there's That's some big issues, yeah. even though there's some big issues in Rise of Skywalker, it is an interesting watching Kylo and Vader both kind of Kylo has way more reason to turn back than Vader does. It feels like when you're watching.
0: Right. Vader's is always a little bit like, you know, the serial it's so killer. Last minute. On death row. Yeah, that's kind of, exactly. I accept Jesus again, just in case. Fire insurance. Mm, Yeah. Yeah, That's car insurance. Yeah. Wow. (laughs) Yeah. Darth Vader was calling the general. Mm -hmm. He's going to save some time. Um, Abby, Return of the Jedi.
2: Yeah. Now I have that song in my head. What song? Call 1-800, I don't know. It's about the general and save some time.
0: You don't have it in your head. You don't even know it. I wish
2: I had it. Wish I had the general ins- insurance. Uh, my feelings about Return of the Jedi, it, it was, it's the movie that was released closest to our actual birth dates, like, of the Star Wars movies. Um, That's true. So, yeah. for me growing up, it was the one that I actually saw on TV, um, like, with friends one Easter, and it was, um, like, nothing I'd ever seen, and the Ewoks, and uh, it... it In Leia's relationship with the Ewoks and once she lands and like the greenery and all that stuff was something that I had never associated with Star Wars before like the things that I knew about it as a kid was like oh it's space it's cold so when I saw that movie I was like oh I just love this I love all the little creatures this is like right up my alley. and then so i have that nostalgic tie to it for those reasons but then as an adult it's the most rewatchable like it's got enough of the original recipe star wars stuff um but then it's got like a a delightful amount of um cheesiness to it that's not it's like well-aged vintage cheese it's not like the kind that you're like um it's not annoying it's still it's still meaningful um and it still has that like part of the original trilogy succinctness to it yeah Um,
0: i mean to me it has everything like it has all of the elements that we have come to know and love about star wars that make it a star like a star wars movie and maybe like arguably the last perfect special piece of star wars content because like i know when it came out it kind of had that fan backlash, right? Like people like the hardened fans who have been like, I've been watching Star Wars for five years, you know? And one thing I know is that these Ewoks don't belong. Like that's one thing that's always really been interesting to me because it's like, there were people just like us when we saw like last Jedi and there was like, you know, this whole Canto bite thing that ain't, that ain't what Finn would actually be doing. I know. Right. But that that existed back in 1983. I mean, Jake, do you understand? Like, do you think people coming out of empire just, was it the same fan thing? Was it just headcanon for three or four years writing what they thought was going to happen?
1: It's the exact same thing. Um, I, I, I can't tell you, like if, if return of the Jedi came out today and we watched it, like we grew up on the Ewoks. Like I, I love the Ewoks. I oh, dude, my family, watching- my
0: family legacy was built on the shoulders of Ewoks. Right. Exactly. I have um, no family
1: legacy, but I wish it would have been. Um, but if that movie were to come out today and we would go see it, like how many of us and our friend group would be like, "Well, the Ewoks were dumb." Like I, you know, I feel, I feel like everybody <laughs> yeah. I know loves the Ewoks, but I don't know if that would be the case if we saw it today. But it's the same thing. It's like. Uh, we saw it as kids and so it's you, got an as kids, you just kind of love all of it and mm-hmm. um, you know maybe kids who saw the who are watching the sequel trilogy now probably love all of it and will grow to love it and be like why did those people hate porks you know some people hated the pork like people freaked out about the porks so it's like
0: <laughs> people freaked out about the, the like, porks you're
1: drinking the out movie. of one I'm drinking st- out of one right yeah, one right over here yes yeah, staring yeah. At me. I'm,
0: so, but yeah, is it, I don't
1: know. I think it's just like, but I mean, there are things in the sequel trilogy that I disliked or hated sure. or was like, this seemed like bad Star Wars to me. Right. So I don't know. It's like, I can't get, I can't get like super mad at the people who disliked the Ewoks because like, I disliked
0: stuff in the new ones. So I don't know. It's like, yeah, but the difference is, is they're wrong. Ewoks are great. I love them. I think to True. me, you're right. Also, Abby. Yeah. This opening, like. 20 minutes of return of the jedi like i think it really shows some like it's an interesting decision right like you end empire with this huge reveal and then a giant cliffhanger right like oh my god luke skywalker's father is darth vader mm-hmm. mind-blowing oh my god han solo is frozen and in carbonite night, yeah oh my god boba fett stole him. Oh, on no. the edge cliffhanger the movie's over what mm-hmm. the fuck, Right? <laughs> like so but they don't like start off return of the jedi with like uh you're not thrown right back into it like it it takes its time and it's like the introduction to jabba's palace and you know all this the, right off
2: the bat it's like a little it's funny and quirkier i'd say more, much more so than empire um
0: right empire and, is very cold i mean it literally starts that, off yeah my rec- empire
2: would scare me like as a kid like if that that the carbonite scene i remember seeing like a flash of and just being like oh this is like really a, a um but everything that happens in uh return of the jedi is is like a little bit more kid focused maybe
1: Except or at Rancor. least
2: What'd you say?
3: Except I
1: for remember, the Rancor. I remember being scared of the Rancor when I was very young. I was yeah. definitely scared
0: of yeah. all of Star Wars <laughs> until I was like 17, <laughs> 17 maybe 18. <laughs> <laughs> but the palace itself is like, it almost is like, it kind of takes you back to this time period where like puppetry was like, at its height right it's like the muppets yeah fraggle rock it's like it's
2: most professional and like yeah and used and celebrated at that time um and that's part of what makes me love it the most i'm a big fan of puppetry um and to see all the different creatures in the palace and like the oolah and and it's very um yeah it's it's full of them it bright it gets my imagination going um and those are my favorite like creature designs of any of the Star Wars creatures from any of the movies. I
0: mean, Salacious Crumb is in the movie for nine seconds, and he's become like a a, a fan favorite for for years. Yeah. yeah. Oh wow, so we got, I, him. I got him right here. You got a Salacious Crumb. I got a little Crumb right here. Uh. Well, oh, there it is. You got, a, um, you got a Crumb over there.
2: I got a Crumb too. Um.
0: Yeah. That's a monkey lizard what are they called kawaki and monkey lizard thank you thank you mm-hmm. could you not set him there specifically cool. <laughs> thanks <Appreciate laughs> he'll, sit. he'll just sit on my leg okay cool um i do think return of the jedi is a perfect like an actual perfect star wars movie because it has all the elements that i love right like it has like obviously the second training uh scenes with yoda and luke right yep. and and yoda giving like that final wisdom kind of like you know telling luke like hey it's time it's kind of time to step up you, you gotta you gotta fucking calm down and, and and like choose your path you're on destiny right and uh or a collision course with destiny and it might not go how you want it to go and you can't control it because like there's the, this universe is not within your control right so you have to kind of like really understand what the force is and how you can wield it for yourself and hope you know he and luke is seeing good in his father when nobody else is and that's like a really human kind of condition right it's actually something relatable and grounded uh in in a star wars and a sci-fi fantasy movie where it's like
2: the conflict of loving someone who's hurt you like that yeah, yeah that is
0: like that's like as real as it gets yeah and um so i love all of that i love all the java stuff obviously i love the barge i love r2d2 serving drinks uh i like that R two <laughs> yeah. got a job finally like, put that <laughs> fucking droid to use right 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 like jj abrams is like we're gonna have r2 sit in the corner for a whole movie like back in the day we're like we'll just make him a, a server on the sail barge. Yeah, he's
2: not doing anything <laughs>
0: Right. Nobody was, can understand him. Just yeah. fucking bring they me my milk. They all pretend mm-hmm. uh, I bet he was serving some nice, uh, some nice uh, cocktails out there on the sure. sail barge. Mm-hmm. Sure, um,
2: some Pepsi and Mountain Dew, <laughs> right. according to my set of cans over here.
0: <laughs> um, so you know, it's got all of that. Obviously, the revelation of of Luke and Leia. Yeah,
2: that that moment sister. and like uh the the way it's set up, the the shot itself, I think, is really pretty. Um. And I like that family, like the that's the stuff that really drives me to like Star Wars is the family drama. And so having that kind of reveal where it's like it puts to rest any of the romance questions and then moves kind of like solidifies the two of them. And then it solidifies Leia and Han together, too, because it's like, oh, well, right, well, that's over.
0: That's one of my absolute favorite Han solo moments in all of Star Wars is when he comes out and he's like, Oh, but you can tell Luke can't you she's like yeah Han's got the
2: funniest shit in Return of the Jedi he's got some really good moments
0: um I mean obviously when Han comes out of the Carbonite I mean, and he's blind, and he's got so many funny lines. Like the 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 <laughs> when he's like shivering, he's like, "Shed eye night, I'm out for ten minutes." Everyone's got delusions <laughs> of grandeur, whatever. He says. Yeah. Um, so, I mean, to me, like, and then like you kind of forget. And this is one like you know when people will criticize like the sequel trilogy. They're like, "Oh, Snoke's in it for like ten minutes." Like. I mean, the Emperor really doesn't come into play until Return of the Jedi. Like, right. We see him for like nine seconds in, mm-hmm. in Empire. Yeah. And then like, but I mean, I think the Emperor is like one of the coolest characters in Star Wars, personally. Sure.
1: I mean, he's scare He's scary. And it's the fact that you don't really know anything about him. And he's just this weird, looming... Uh, Laughing thing in the corner of the room telling. <laughs> yeah. Dar- yeah, I always thought it was the fact that he's telling Darth Vader what to do because, like, when right. you're a kid, I remember thinking, like, well, Darth Vader is the ultimate bad guy, but then you're mm-hmm. watching Star Wars and I'm like, oh, but this guy's telling boss, Darth Vader what to do. Yeah,
0: mm-hmm. yeah, you can't even as a kid, you're like, I can't believe the boss has a boss. <laughs> this is crazy. This is what life is going to be like. <laughs>
2: yeah, <laughs> and he's shrouded, and he's got a scary voice.
0: Um, Um, and I always thought it was cool that like, that was actually Ian McDermott in the, in return of the Jedi. And that he came back like that, that connection always like made me happy, even though like in 1999, when like Phantom Menace came out, I couldn't like compute that Ian McDermott. I was like, but he was so old in return of the Jedi. Like, Oh, okay. I see. He was, uh, using makeup he mm. was actually he was yes. not born we well, may not
2: know craig is a lot of movies use uh makeup oh, special okay. effects and prosthetics yeah
0: yeah interesting okay in, even in star wars
2: yeah even in star wars oh wow <laughs>
0: um okay this is one thing that i was really excited to talk about because I, I i really want opinions on this right the hero worship of luke skywalker coming out of return of the jedi One of the big controversies in the last Jedi was the presentation of Luke Skywalker as this old, bitter, beaten man. And there's like this whole generation of kids who are like six years old when Star Wars came out who were like, no. Fuck that. That is not Luke Skywalker. Luke Skywalker is that's like showing Michael Jordan as an old beaten man. Like he, 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 you know, Luke Skywalker, isn't that weird? That's the only reference I could come up with. Yeah. I don't like it. Can you edit it out? Who are the other people? Who do people consider heroes? Tom Hanks. Tom Hanks.
1: (laughs) Bugs Bunny. Bugs Buddy. Luke we just, Skywalker. We just keep <laughs> saying um, space sham <laughs> characters. <laughs> yes, yes. yes. Devil.
0: Bill Murray, Charles Barkley, mm-hmm. Larry Bird, mm-hmm. uh, Wayne Knight, Toon yeah. Squad. These are the Toon Squad, Squad. <laughs> the Danny Monster Yeah. So these are the heroes that we're talking about. Okay. Um, I love Luke Skywalker, and I'm a, I'm a big fan of the Jedi Order. I like what they stand for, even though they always fuck everything up. Uh, kind of whine about it. I like the Jedi. I like the redemption arc. I like what Luke Skywalker is all about, but I've never had that deep level of like admiration. Like this is my guy, Abigail. hmm so- Like, was
2: I affected by the, uh, d- by the way that he had gotten, um, rougher and less like,
0: well, not we're gonna talk about that, but not not so much that, but just what are your feelings? I so- never worshipped
2: Luke. Like that just wasn't who okay. I looked up to in the movies. I liked the creatures, I liked Leia. Leia was always my favorite. The fact that she had a gun and the fact that she was like friends with the guys and funny and also helpful and ah uh, badass was something that I liked. Um You and,
0: think you're Princess Leia, don't you?
2: I mean, yeah, there's a part of like You
0: should get a gun.
2: Well, I think a lot of females and just
0: people <laughs> Don't I gun. don't
2: want a gun. Have been inspired by uh, Carrie Fisher and by that by Leia as a character because yeah, in sci-fi traditionally, women have not been um, like. I mean, I know. Bill's like knowledge Alien and all those movies. I don't want to. No, do don't
0: do that. Don't do a Jennifer Lawrence. Jennifer
2: Lawrence, who was like, I think I was the first female lead in an action movie, a sci-fi movie. I'm Jennifer not trying Lawrence, to do that.
0: Jennifer Lawrence was like. I was the first female to ever speak a line of dialogue in a movie film. Well, what you
1: don't know is that Jennifer Lawrence has only seen Jennifer Lawrence movies. Yeah,
2: 100%. (laughs) I wasn't trying to go like all hard on her. but
0: dude. Way to make this Wookies and Cookies like some sort of anti-Jennifer Lawrence podcast. (laughs) What else do you hate about her?
2: Uh, No, I really, I haven't, no. I like her. I'm going to say nice things. She's great. Hunger
0: Games, all that shit. Yeah, yeah,
2: yeah. What was I saying? You like Leo. Yeah, I like Leia. Is what I was saying, and um, I think that she was the standout character and always has been to me. So I never had Luke worship. I think that going back into when the the sequels were released, um, it, there was that mystique about him and that buildup and that space where people can like write their own fan fiction, maybe, um, and they don't want to see him downtrodden and and beat up and and uh, like. Old and embittered.
0: Right. Um, so you're saying when it comes <clears throat> when it comes to him, you're a little lukewarm. Yeah. Sorry.
2: That's okay. Sorry. That's a good one. Thank good you. one. Good joke.
0: Thank you. Applause. Mm-hmm. Uh, Jake. Yeah. Am I making sense? Is this? I, it, I'm not even asking you a question. I'm just saying like there are people out there who like growing up. Even though I like Star Wars, it wasn't like I didn't have like a Luke Skywalker poster. I had like a C3PO poster. Sure. What does that say about me? Um, I I don't know, but, but
1: I mean, Luke's my favorite human character in Star Wars. Um, the original trilogy is it's Luke Skywalker's story. Those three movies are about Luke Skywalker. And there is something cool about watching him go from an idiot. He's an idiot in that first movie. He's like a little, he plays that role in the first, in a new hope as if he's, 14 years old, and he's never been out of his house before. And there's something about that going to the like stoic badass that he is in Return of the Jedi. And I can understand people who f- grew up following that character arc being like, We're going to get to see what happened after. And then the character. I don't want to say that he regressed cause he's not regressing, but he's in a way different place than sure. where So, like, I'm sure that they were like expecting him to just still be amazing. Badass Luke Skywalker. But it's like 20, 30 years have passed since right. that point. Uh, I, I love Luke Skywalker, but I didn't, it didn't bother me that he was like that in the, in the pre in the sequel trilogy i wish we had more of him and i wish right. maybe i wish maybe there was a little more of him training ray or a little more it would have been cool to see old luke skywalker have a one lightsaber battle like a like legit battle have, like an actual battle yes. because the, yeah, thing, the thing the thing, the thing that happens is not a lightsaber battle him he just stands there holding a light that's not a lightsaber battle. That's not
0: a battle. Mm-hmm. By it the way, been,
1: it would have been cool to see that. But but the but the way he is towards Ray and the Force and all that, I 100 buy all that. So right,
0: and I do love. We'll, we'll get into it because I I just had a funny thought of Finn and Ray on the Millennium Falcon, and and uh, uh, and Han Solo's like, "Yeah, I knew Luke," and she's like, "What happened to you guys?" And he's like, "Luke Skywalker can rot in hell." <laughs> got it in um what else can we say about return of the jedi i mean to me it's if if i was at desert island you get to bring one star wars movie or tv show i'm bringing jedi like hands down and abby you even like the special edition
2: yeah exactly well i was about to bring up the the music of it is is so important to me um when i like even the the updated music for the celebration song um
0: wow excuse me me too yeah i mean it's not better than yub nub yub nub is
2: great and i love um the original in the in the throne room uh uh, what's it called the uh the the song the ula and the, the rancor moment um i like the original but i also love the update with the with the cgi i know that a lot of people consider that to be like blasphemy but i am one of those kids that liked the update and listen
0: you had the vhs with the gold. Jake says no you had the gold
1: you you can like what you like i think it's awful but (laughs) yeah yeah. but i like that you like it
2: yeah size noodles max rebo i think they make the movie and they're my favorite and i like the music even the update
0: i love what you just said in a movie where luke skywalker redeems anakin skywalker and brings him back to the uh, uh, the light side of the force and kills the Emperor. Abby says Psy-Soodles took the Sy-soodles. movie. Mm-hmm. She, she took it. Yeah,
2: the original puppet and the computer-generated Psy.
0: Great. <laughs> CG Psy? Yeah, CG okay. Uh Jake, do you have any other thoughts on Return of the Jedi?
1: No, I just wish... Uh, something that I think is weird is that, uh, you know, Jaws is in the movie theaters every year. I've seen yeah. Jaws and i've seen my my two favorite movies jaws and jurassic park i see in a movie theater every single year like they put them in the theater all the time right um how come i've never seen return of the jedi in the like why why aren't they putting old star wars movies back in like you would think like you would think like the way you know when avengers movies comes out they play all of the avengers movies right before right avengers. So mm-hmm. like, how come when the sequel trilogy was coming out, they weren't like doing marathons or like I've never that's seen. That's weird. The, I've never seen the original three Star Wars films in a theater, and I, and I, I want mean, to. And yes, it'd be cool should... if, since it's the fortieth, it'd be cool if they do that. If know. they release the
2: unupdated ones too, like the unsullied ones. Well,
0: that's the other thing. That's
2: a draw right there. Like... I
0: would have lost that bet if you would have said by two thousand twenty two. Do you think they will have? you know blu-ray releases of the original unedited trilogies i would have said of course because there's a lot of money in it's
2: that. a part of history yeah. too yeah
0: and i would have i would have fucking lost that bet so many times like i thought like it's okay do you remember back in 2012 when it was announced that george lucas sold lucasfilm to disney
3: mm-hmm.
0: and they were like in 2015 force awakens is going to come out the first new star i was like oh in the meantime, I was like, next year, we're getting those original movies on Blu-ray. I was like, you can count on that happening. I will bet my life. Nothing. I got nothing. Mm-hmm. It is weird. Um, it is weird they're not.
1: Because, I mean, they put them out on DVD. Why wouldn't, they, why wouldn't they put them out on Blu-ray?
0: Right. But they just have, ever since, like, I mean, when's the last time they were released unedited? Like 2004 That's, or yeah. something? It's been a long time. Right.
1: Yeah, I think those are the releases. I They put out special editions of each film. And uh, it has the edited and unedited versions, but
0: it's so but it's DVD. Here's a th- here's a thing. Mm. I used to say the most egregious update. This was me, like all throughout teenage years up until you know adulthood. I hated, I hated that they put Hayden Christensen as a force ghost at the end of Return of the Jedi. I loathed it at some point in like the last seven years like overnight i woke up and i was like i'm cool with it he is anakin skywalker i don't know who the fuck that other guy even is like sorry sorry other guy but like uh am i wrong is that blasphemy I mean, that's too? that's
2: time healing all wounds like that's nostalgia it's you're you're at this point looking at hayden christensen as he's coming back to the new obi-wan show and it's like oh i missed him this is now now i'm now it's okay and i'm ready for it
3: right
0: it I only i
1: think I think the only reason that update is okay is because the prequels have come out and you know, Anakin as Hayden Christensen. Right. More, you know, like it, it technically makes more sense for it to be the original. Sure. Right. It it makes no sense that the force ghost would be like the younger version of you. That makes no sense. Right. 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 Sure. But it's just that, Hayden's played the character way more than that guy who played it for ten seconds. I would
0: do a third edit and keep it as Hayden, but just make him look a little older. That's what I would do. But oh. that, you know what? They don't ask me to do those things. You guys want to talk about the sequel trilogy a little bit? It keeps coming up. Yeah. Yeah. What's sure. our cookie situation?
2: Oh, we got cookies. You want one?
0: I do. Of, of course, of Craig wants a cookie.
1: Give Give me one of those. Of course, this is
0: Craig. Is cookie Craig. Like cookie to Craig. G. You to him. Craig G leaving reviews on other people's podcasts. Cookie man. Craig G all right here's the deal i love how i'm like i'm gonna keep talking i'm gonna take a big bite abby yeah sequel trilogy yes seven years since force awakens Hmm. five since last jedi yes three since rise of skywalker yeah how are you feeling
2: still strong on the force awakens still nostalgic um i think the movie holds up i've gone back and rewatched it I still love Daisy Ridley's performance and Adam driver and their story back and forth is extremely compelling. Um, Finn is a really good character in that movie. Um, His decision to leave the dark side and come to help the rebellion. Um, And just the, the mystery that was surrounding the force awakens before it came out, how quiet and and like tightly bound everything on set was um, in, you'll never we'll never really have a moment like that again or it's like we've waited this long period of time so opening it up it's just like lights and and everything's like perfect and beautiful and i um i've gone back thinking you know well maybe this wasn't as good as i recall it being but it really is a great movie you've got harrison ford and carrie fisher like you've got originals returning um then you've got a brand new character ray who is like so worthy of the um, being the center of that film and, and of those films. And I had really high hopes um, for her story and for where she fit in the galaxy and how she got there and um, what she was going to do and how she would change things. Um, I was let down by The Last Jedi. That was, um, I do not have, I have really conflicted strange feelings. Like I have never healed from that movie. When I think back, I was so hyped and ready. We were just talking about at the beginning of filming Wookies and Cookies years back. We were doing it because we wanted to capitalize on the Last Jedi coming out, and I was like, "This is going to be." There's no way that this can fail. It's like the Titanic. How could this be How bad? Could this, right, I remember. This can't be bad. We've built it. We've got the man. We've got well at that point. No, we had a new man, uh, Ryan Johnson, and um, I. I guess I just trusted the story to go to be to have to have been written before that movie and like seen with with vision for where things were gonna go because it felt very much like that game where you're like you write a a sentence of the story and then you like pass it on to a friend like whatever yeah Yeah. and and to me that is not that star wars is too good for that in a lot of ways (laughs) uh it's it it means yeah it used to be it means a lot to people and those characters are like family members to people and people have really like just good feeling towards the movie. And just like I do seeing the, the creatures and the aliens and the little fuzzy fun guys. Like I, it's just, it's important to people. And that. <laughs> Holy m-
0: shit. You're getting so mad. I mean, this is how I really feel. Like
2: in the beginning of the show, we're like, Oh, let's reminisce and be sweet and stuff. But this is the stuff that this was our time. Like these were, we were in our glory days. You way sound
0: deep- like a Snyder cut person. I'm, I am not. <laughs> this was our time.
2: Oh God. Y'all. This I, was I our
0: moment. No, I get it.
2: Yeah. And I I was conflicted. And I maybe it says more about me, I'm not sure, but I can't go back and watch that movie and have a good feeling throughout it all. I can be happy at moments. Um I like to see the Jedi texts in the temple burning. I love Yoda, I love Luke talking. Um don't even mind the porks, but I didn't like the directionlessness with Rey. I didn't like the the like lack of completion and like of wanting to see Luke train her and uh, I love I didn't hear a yeah. worship Luke but I, I wanted to see that relationship wow. between him and her damn yes
0: all right Jake I mean <laughs>
2: uh, <laughs> Jake, everyone learns Abby and Jake are kind of the same person
1: um, yeah For, Force Awakens is a perfect movie I, I think Force Awakens is as good as any film in the original trilogy like it could hold itself with those movies any day Force Awakens felt so, I saw Force Awakens so many times in the movie theater. I made my mom go see it. It was a lot like Ghostbusters Afterlife. Like, I went and saw it so many times. I cried every, I could not believe what we were, I could not believe that it was so perfect. Like, so many movies, especially sequels, never live up to the original. And the fact that they were going to come out with new Star Wars after, you know, the the prequel trilogy and everything, I was like, ugh. And, it, and it, I thought it was... There was nothing that I thought could be better than Force Awakens. And you were um, right. <laughs> and I was right. Um, uh, the Last Jedi is insane to me. The way they made that movie makes... No, the fact that Star Wars, the biggest fucking IP in the world, Disney, the fact that they... Took so much care with uh, Force Awakens, but then they said, "Okay, now give it to this guy. Do whatever you want. We won't even read the script." If the, if <laughs> it felt like they didn't even. They were like, "We're gonna go take a vacation, and you make a, a movie." Hey, you know what? We're on. We're on movie. What was a fucking part? What part is that? Is what? Eight, eight, eight. eight. We're hey. We're on part eight of a saga. There's only gonna be nine in this saga fuck up everything, change everything. Just <laughs> throw everything out the window and do whatever you want. And, and it, that is insane to me that somebody let that movie get made. Um, like, uh, Finn, that's why
0: Kathleen Kennedy's getting fired. It is awful.
1: <laughs> Finn I is awful in that movie. Finn is all, they like completely waste Finn in that movie. Finn and Rose going off to do their own thing. in canter by is the worst thing in all three of those films. Uh, yeah, They said, like, they like setting up Phasma in Force Awakens is fa- when you watch Force Awakens, you're like, what is Phasma? What is this? And it's all crap in The Last Jedi. That being said, the throne room battle is awesome. Like, the when after he kills Snoke and they do the little like, that is a, a really great sequence. And the Yoda scene is my favorite scene in all of star Wars. It just happens to be in the worst movie in all of Like it's literally last Jedi is my other than solo, which I don't count, doesn't even it's count. Not, it's not in the sa- the saga mm-hmm. last Jedi. I think so. I think it's the worst movie out of all, all of them. So <laughs> forget about these. <laughs> so uh, yeah, I don't know. And it's not, and it's like, it's not my issues with like what they did with Luke. That That's not my issues with it. It's, it's just the fact that they just decided to try to flip so many things on its head. They're like negating things that happened in the last movie so much that they had to rehire JJ Abrams <laughs> and say, "Hey, please fix what he did." And then Ryan they had Johnson's to go-
0: like a bad plumber. Like,
1: and then they had to, to go I'm back saying- and retcon things that like when you when the last two movies are just retconning each other, it's what's the point? It's like you mm-hmm. got it's not it doesn't feel spe- you know Force Awakens feels special. It feels like they took care to make everything really nice and try to bring in a new mystery. And then it feels like the directors of the last two movies hate each other and they're trying to erase each other's shit. Well, like, what is the point? Yeah,
2: it reminds me of uh, here's my fun ref uh, restaurant metaphor. It feels like when the uh, owners of a restaurant decide to like go away for like the busiest weekend or something, and the staff is just left to like, (laughs) well,
0: we're out of bread, we're out of butter, we're out of everything. And (laughs) so, wait a minute, Ryan Johnson's out of butter.
2: Yeah, that's what I'm saying. He has no (laughs) idea like how much chopstick we have.
0: So, listen, I completely agree with you guys. To me, Force Awakens, listen. Could you have a a, a nuanced discussion on whether the plot too closely resembled a new hope? Sure. You can have that discussion, but it's not about that. It was about we're going to reintroduce Star Wars and simultaneously bring it back. It's going to have everything you want it. I think Jake, you pinpointed that mystery. Who is Ray? Why is she? Oh, why is Ray. Why is Ray? Why does she have an X-Wing helmet?
1: where'd she get that yeah
0: why does she have a little doll of an x-wing pilot she loves (laughs) x-wings dude blay uh blay ray was a black series collector okay anyways (laughs) and i fell bad for it um i love the force awakens i think it's i think everything abby that you said about finn uh i like that's a a really interesting storyline i thought the introduction of poe dameron was like oh he's got like a little han solo he's got a little bit of luke in him like he's got Mm -hmm. like a good amount you know amalgamation a bit of both yeah a little bit of everything um, and my excitement for the last Jedi was so high. I mean, we were at star Wars celebration that year in Orlando and like the trailer was fucking awesome. And it's just like when the movie came out, like I, I found myself defending it a lot because I've never been as, uh, low on it as I think you guys, like I have major issues with it and it's a toss up if it's my you know, I don't know if I like that or Rise of Skywalker more. I still can't figure. Oh, it out. Oh, we
2: haven't even talked about Rise. Like that's not even entered.
0: But what I will say is that to me, the thing about the Last Jedi is the highs are very high. Like Jake said, the Yoda and Luke scene is incredible. But there's only two
1: of them. There's only two highs though.
0: Well, name a I, third. Name
1: a third high in the in the Last Jedi.
0: Oh, uh, Benicio del time. Toro. Nope. He's awful. No. He's, <laughs> oh, so no, bad. he's so I'm calling you out awful. right
2: there. He's yeah. really
0: bad. He's really bad. Yeah. DJ. <clears throat> Pointless, meaningless. No, but I DJ. think the 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 Yoda and Luke scene is great. I do think the throne room scene is great. I actually, I really like the end of the movie with all the, the, the ad at walkers and Kylo freaking out and what they did with Luke. Um, it's one of those things where I like what they did more than how I like they the execution of it like if i just read what it was i'd be a little bit more like wow that's really amazing and powerful but the execution feels off and i think part of the reason is that we don't spend enough time with luke skywalker at this part of his life i didn't cry when luke died you should be crying when yeah. Luke Skywalker dies. Yeah, it's not weird.
2: scratching your head like is it is it him or yes. Yeah. It's,
0: it's weird to set
1: up so the Force Awakens, even though the movie is about Ray and figuring out what her, you know, deal is, Force Awakens every second of that film is telling you how important luke skywalker is to the universe like right. every part of it every fucking part of that movie is fueled by we gotta where's luke we need luke we gotta find luke skywalker And the end of that movie with ray walking up to luke and handing his lightsaber back to him is such an amazing fucking moment and the fact that Ryan Johnson said, let's make him throw his lightsaber over and just say fuck it. And then like he's so unimportant in the... He's super unimportant in The Last Jedi. Yeah. He stalls uh, Kylo so... 10 people can get out of a cave. Is that really that important to <laughs> it the fucking so bad the rebellion? The rebellion has been going for years and years and has done all this great stuff. And you're leading me to believe that like Luke Skywalker was the only person who could make Kylo stop for 10 seconds. Like, Oh, he's, it's, his it's, of hand. It's, like, oh, it's
2: the best stall ever. He doesn't,
1: he doesn't really train Ray. He gives her a little bit of, you know, he gives her a little bit, but there's no actual training. Hap- you know, like, they had to retcon and just have Leia training Ray because he was like, Well, I guess we don't have Luke their anymore.
0: solution was to have an actress who wasn't even alive anymore training. Yeah exactly. yeah, exactly. That's insane. They,
3: that is, are insane. we going to
0: talk
2: about the uh force movement Leia going through space? Because all that, no, I didn't we're want not. to.
3: Hey, I know, no, we're we want
2: okay, <laughs> moving no, on.
3: No, say what you, Leia say you want. Leia needed to be no. retcon
2: for uh, for the for Rise of Skywalker because there was not a feeling of like. I felt ripped off because it was like this is one of my favorite characters as I've mentioned and the actress is incredible and has had a a life that's been checkered with all sorts of things and I find her inspirational and when she passed away it was like I want to have Uh, closure in some sort of a like on-screen way as with Afterlife you felt that way about Harold Ramis and um, all of that but when it comes to Carrie Fisher I felt like that was so sloppy and I'm not going to make everyone relive it but I just wanted to say that Jake while you were saying you needed more from Ray and uh, from Luke it's like we had what we got was Holdo and just that that you couldn't unsee the Leia coming through space and
0: Ugh. it was really bad Yeah, it was like you
2: needed to have something else happen yeah. to her in the next movie
0: that was a it's... low that well, that was one of those lows i was talking about i think the like <laughs> you would think that leia organa the royal princess who we love our princess you would think who's part of the jedi bloodline yeah you would think seeing her use force abilities for the first time would be the most amazing thing that ever happened in star wars and it was the weirdest silly bullshit
1: yep dude it it it's also we've talked about this a million times and we've we've equated this to ghostbusters afterlife and about what jason reitman was able to do in one movie that uh star wars wasn't able to do in three but bringing back luke skywalker han solo and leia like bringing back all three of those actors and being like whoa it's been a very long time since, uh, you know, Return of the Jedi, and we're gonna see these three amazing characters that everybody in the world love It feels like everybody loves these three. I've never heard we're,
0: one person be like, I don't like Han Solo, right? Like, fuck off, but, get mm-hmm out of here.
1: Thinking you're gonna get to see those three characters back together and for even one scene, and then it never happens is so weird and i i have no issue with han solo being killed you know by by kyler like that that never bothered me but it is so weird that they didn't figure out a way to do it where these three characters see each other again like it's been so long since they've all you know like when luke when not even actual luke fake luke sees his sister at the end of rise of skywalker it feels so full of bullshit and so cheap. He's like saying hi to his sister. I'm like, well, first of all, that ain't actually Luke. Han's yeah. dead. Nobody was around for Han's death. Like fucking Luke was crying in a cabin when when Han Solo died. And because he's cut off from the force, he didn't know it like that. It just makes no sense. But the gold nice. fucking <laughs> Yeah, but then... But... <laughs> But then cut to Ghostbusters Afterlife where Harold Ramis has been dead for almost 20 years and you still got to see all four of these characters together in a really meaningful and not hokey way. Like It was done in a tasteful uh, way that felt really nice to most people who saw it, but Star Wars can't do that. It's That's a weird decision. So they gave us Tales
2: of the Jedi, the cartoon that had a bunch of funerals in it because they couldn't. (laughs) Do the funerals right.
0: Listen, it's just a weird decision. Yeah. I the thing I hated the most post Last Jedi are the people who were like, "Well, you just don't understand what good filmmaking is. You don't understand that Ryan Johnson made a sub, you know, uh, a subversive film that just didn't check Lock your supposes everything. Check your your fan fiction boxes, and I'm like, no, 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 fuck that. Here's why. <laughs> Here's why I say fuck that. First of all, I like old disgruntled Luke. I like that. Yeah. Because that's what life really is like. Like, no matter what, right. no matter how good things are, at some point it just fucking sucks. You have to go live on an island by yourself. I can't wait. Uh <laughs> I like Ray demanding, like, hey, no, like, we I, I need to know what the force is. I need to know. How to become a Jedi because the shit is getting bad with the first order and Kylo. I love all that. I wanted more of it. I think they needed it in the train. They should have just done the Yoda thing. It should have been two movies, right? Ray leaves, she comes back to finish her training. And what if we had Luke join Ray for that final fight? Uh imagine a scene with old Luke, Ray, and a redeemed Ben Solo going up against the Emperor. Fuck you. That would have been fucking awesome. I'm so <laughs> fucking mad. Okay. Anyways, um, not that they were planning on bringing back the Emperor. That was kind of a a last minute. Like, that was like, JJ, we got to do something. Um, My issues are the side quest. You know, they they tease out this incredible relationship and this bond, a a real bond probably within the Force between Finn and Ray, completely abandon it. Uh, to give Ray and and Rose uh, uh mm-hmm. whatever whatever that was um you know what uh Rose not a great character she's a good actress she could have been awesome but they didn't give her anything they made her be like the 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 side chick basically she was a
1: si- she she was created to be a like a a bad sidekick
0: nobody was gonna like, and it, and it, and it want doesn't.
1: That. And it doesn't help that that plot line is completely pointless. The thing that they go off to do, they they fail in. Like they fail immediately, and it's like, wait. So right. it was just to give. It was just to get them out of the way of the rest of the plot. I right, it was
2: such a missed opportunity.
0: It was a missed opportunity. Finn should
2: have been much more important in my mind. Like I'm not gonna. I don't care. I'll go down the road. I thought that uh, Ray and Finn might have had some sort of like love connection in the first movie. And maybe and
3: I'm, maybe
1: I'm they're not the pushing ones that, that. Like that. every
2: yeah, but it's. He should. It would, how much cooler would have been if he, as a cool character, became like in that like echelon of like in the Skywalker or, realm? Like maybe well, like, that would be
1: cool. What if what if Finn and Rey were the ones that had the dyad in the Force?
0: Right. Right. Or I don't know. maybe it was a triad. Don't you do throw away <laughs> characters? Give. <laughs> Listen. I, yeah. I I will. S- Go ahead. I was just gonna say that the entire plot line of the rebellion. No, the resistance trying to escape the oncoming First Order. uh, While
2: they're running out of gas. While they're
0: running out of fuel (laughs) because the First Order has figured out how to track them through light speed. It's like, hold on. That's a
2: fucking TV episode. That's a Star Trek episode.
0: You're you're overthinking this at this point. (laughs) When I say the lows are low, I mean they're pretty low. All the DJ stuff is bad. But, you know, all, all the side quest stuff, the running out of gas. Yeah. yeah, but I do think visually, Ryan Johnson knows how to make a movie. Stop. It's a what? It, no, he I'm talking so about the throne room. The throne room. It's beautiful. Okay, so but that even he I like also, Snoke. but he also did
1: sure, but also in the same movie is that scene where they're riding those ugly, awful Five looking PG animals through Canto Bite, and that looked like garbage. Yeah, yeah. the throne room looks amazing. The Yoda scene is perfect. How are those in the same movie?
0: I don't know. We've that's been, what we're here to figure the, out tonight. People,
1: <laughs> People are, people are uh, logging onto their computers this evening, and they're saying, wow, there's a new YHS. I want to check this out. Holy shit. Wookies and cookies. Let's get it. We haven't done a Star Wars episode in a long time, and here they are an hour into this episode just listening to us talk so much shit about star wars it's
2: like i figured it was inevitable
1: but i love it i love i do want to say that i love star wars i think the last jedi is the i think it's the worst out of all of them but there is still some stuff in there i love and i know i know like rise of skywalker is not great but i feel like it's as good as it could be given the circumstances of what happened with the last jedi And I think it's only the fault of The Last Jedi. Like all the stuff that is bad in Rise of Skywalker are direct (laughs) results of having to retcon The Last Jedi.
0: I mean, think about Endgame. Yeah. Think about your anticipation for Endgame. It it was going to deliver on it was going to answer those questions. You knew you were going to get that 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 scene that on your left scene where all of the avengers and all of the mcu comes together to battle thanos and they tried that in rise of skywalker and it fucking it it didn't work let for you know like yeah well because
2: lando shows up before on your left you didn't have iron man be like i don't really want to do this
1: anymore
0: (laughs) yes he did (laughs) he did not want to do it he told them
1: yeah i'm pretty sure that was was one of the main plots of the movie was okay i understand
2: (laughs) yeah but i mean All right, I know he said because logically it wouldn't make sense; it would probably kill him and whoever else was doing it. I understand. By the way, I think you have been thinking of Tony
0: Stark this whole time because earlier you were like, "I'm not going to be Luke Skywalker, just going off to a cabin with with Gwyneth Paltrow." (laughs) (laughs) No, I'm just kidding. I'm just kidding. No, I. It just didn't work, and and Jake, I agree with you. It didn't work because it wasn't set up for success. It also needed to be two movies. Just putting that out there. That could have been. I think
1: that would have. I think that would have helped a lot. I think they probably could have made a pretty good. I think if they if they could have made two films out of it, then I think we'd be sitting here being like, man, it was really weird that The Last Jedi was not good, but everything surrounding it was pretty good. Like it would be I think it would be a different conversation. It does seem a little like it seems a little it's out of left field that they bring in the emperor. But also, I don't care because it's the emperor. And I'm like, you know what? the movie, the series started with the emperor being the villain. If it's the like, it makes sense. The emperor, sure. that that doesn't bother me. I think the emperor is awesome in it. And I think he's pretty scary in it. I do think the final battle is like a little underwhelming. Like it could have been a little cool. It would have been cooler to he- more than just hear the other Jedi voices. Like it right. seems like that could have been a bigger thing. But other than that, you know, like, that there's one scene in the movie that when they do the CGI and they show Luke training Leia, that felt really nice to me and it, and it immediately made me wish I was watching that movie.
0: Abby? Because I've got some major thoughts on that, as you can imagine.
2: Mm-hmm. We're talking, yeah. That scene? I, I loved Whatever, it. Whatever, yeah. Yeah, I mean, in particular, that's, I, yes, there were moments in that movie that felt right, even though, even if they weren't, Really earned, maybe. um
0: That's a really good way to put it.
2: I agree. Yeah, because you're putting out fires from the last movie and cleaning up those messes. They and... should
0: change it. You I'm know, sure I... they they should <laughs> instead of the Last Jedi, they probably just start calling it the Last Movie. Yeah. Whenever. Well, I mean,
1: you know the the whole scene where um where they're being chased. It's earlier in the film, and they're trying to find. They go to this like weird planet where they're having like a big celebration. You know, right, where they're looking right. for the, they're looking for the ship and everything. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, there's a scene where they're being sta- chased by stormtroopers and it's awesome. Like, it's really great. Like that chase scene, it's the good. stormtroopers are chasing them on. They fly they're, now. They're mm-hmm. Yeah, they fly now. Like that whole scene is really great. Also, uh, C-3PO, who's one of my favorite characters has the best lines in rise. Like he's very funny in rise of Skywalker. And I know like you don't come to star Wars being like, well, I can't wait till these droids make me laugh, but <laughs> he's great in that. I, it, His whole, they get a little clumsy with his like being erasing his memory, then just getting right. his memory back and all that. And it's like, well, I don't want his memory to be erased, but I think there's probably a better way around that whole thing. But I don't know, man. I I when I think about Rise of Skywalker, I have more. The reason that's above Last Jedi for me is I have more good feel. Like there's more things I remember that come to my mind right away that make me feel good about Star Wars. I think Leia shouldn't have been in it at all, though. I think Leia. Oh. I think all the Leia stuff. Like I I understand she died in between films, and it's and it's they really want to bring her into the plot and keep her in but i think it's all really really obvious that she shoehorned in the dialogue is all really awful and that you can tell it's a cgi body and head it just none of it looks or sounds like so once she's out of the movie it becomes a smoother movie to me
0: let me i know i've talked about it before but let me just go there including leia as a character in the rise of skywalker to me is the fatal flaw of the movie i know that they wanted to pay respects to carrie fisher and give you know the original plan was that leia was good you know if if the first if force awakens was hans movie and the second and last jedi was luke's movie this was going to be leia's movie but unfortunately carrie fisher passed away and they had to make the the decision of what to do. And because filmmakers are like, no, we're going to use technology and we're going to bring her to life. And it is going to be the most incredible thing of all time. Well, guess what? It kind of isn't. It kind of feels weird. It kind of feels forced. And the better way to pay tribute to Carrie Fisher and to Princess Leia, the character who we all know and love, was to open that movie with the biggest blowout celebration, sad, fun, exciting. Every emotion a human being could have funeral for Leia. That's how you start that movie. And the argument against that is like, well, you don't want to bring real life into bullshit. I just watched a Ghostbusters movie and they ended the movie and it says for Harold. Guess what? There's no <laughs> Ghostbusters character named Harold. Mhm. <laughs> <laughs> that i know of uh,
2: doesn't that fall into the category of things that were messed up in the movie but prior and it's like they there needed to be no because she
0: didn't she hadn't passed away she didn't pass away she... but
2: they her whole her part in the last jedi was she like gets in a coma from
0: yeah but she recovers from it yeah yeah but do you think that was a factor do
2: you think that was a factor in why they didn't want i don't know I just don't, it doesn't make sense to me.
0: I think because they flash forward that it could have been five years later or whatever and you start off and say the Resistance is at the weakest it's ever been and Princess Leia has died. That would have been more impactful than the dead speak. The Emperor just happens to be back. You could still bring back the Emperor. That could still be part of the story. It could be still in the scroll. But if you want to have maximum level impact... At the end of this story, like Jake is saying, it's the ninth story of nine. Guess what we don't need? Zori Bliss.
2: Yeah, exactly. (laughs) We don't need
0: new fucking characters.
2: No, and if you watch Andor, then you know that um, it can be done in Star Wars to utilize someone's death and passing as a way to move the rebellion forward.
0: Holy shit. If they would have had her funeral... You wouldn't have needed people to go out and like we're going to send Lando on a mission to the outer rim to try to recruit people like people would have been like, right, we're we're going to stand up because this is what Leia has believed in her entire life. Yeah. And, and that's what we the
2: fans the, were like, we're coming in to see this movie. She
0: <laughs> fought to the bitter fucking end. But they I get I I do see why they didn't do that. Right. Because they had the opportunity to have her still be involved in the movie as a character. And I'm not saying it's like awful. But to me, Jake is saying it's awful and that's really important. So yeah, I think you started off with her funeral. You say your goodbyes and use that as a plot device. Mm-hmm. And, and then yeah. I've said this before. Imagine Ray coming out of that funeral and she sees force Ghost Luke off in the distance looking on her. Boom. Yeah. There's your story. Oh, what the emperor's back. Of course he's back. Let's fucking go god yeah. damn it yeah i need a cookie <laughs> i i get you can
2: have one here you go um, please, get
0: craig, please get craig a cookie
1: <laughs>
2: yeah speaking of the of princess leia coming back in the third movie it's like star wars should have learned the lesson of you shouldn't rely on technology for storytelling like oh. I, i'm talking about like when jar jar binks i'm talking about like the uh the prequel trilogy um to be reliant on what we can put together with old uh footage and um editing stuff but that's and a
0: film that's like a george lucas
2: James that's what i'm Cameron saying it's bullshit. a bullshit it's a mistake that was made in the Tell past a
1: story uh yeah yeah you you guys are right i i, I do want to um i do want to try to turn focus a little bit onto. uh i want to know what we liked about this movie ray's hot
2: ray looks great i don't know
1: do you guys don't that like? Sounds- I, I love. I I think the whole the the. I never really really jumped into the like oh force healing all of a sudden we can do force healing but, the um the Kylo and Ray battle on top of the Death Star is incredible. That's a that's like a top three lightsaber duel of all time. Like that scene is amazing and killing, killing him. And then healing him, and then having like, (laughs) even though we already had a Harrison Ford, the you don't expect him to come back as like a Force ghost. What the fuck is a Force ghost? uh, (laughs) In (laughs) a, driving crazy. You don't expect him to come back, and that that whole scene with him coming back and like literally telling, um, Kylo like, hey, it's cool. You you don't you don't have to carry this anymore. Like it's fine. Like I'm good.
0: I personally think when when Rey goes to back to Octu and she's like I'm done I can't be I can't do this essentially right um I'm trying to I'm trying to piece it's been a while since I've seen it I don't know if at that point she she knows her her heritage her lineage because I will say I do like making Rey a descendant of Palpatine. I think that's fucking cool. I like that a lot. She goes back to Octu. She talks to Force Ghost Luke. She's like, I'm done. She destroys the, the ship or whatever. And then he's like, You're not done. There's more to do. <laughs> Raises the, you know, the X Wing out of the water. Like, love all of that. And then. But that happens after that lightsaber battle. And I think going back to the Death Star in the ocean. Jake, I completely agree. That is that might be. You can make an argument that it is the best lightsaber battle. It is yeah. brutal. It is pouring rain, or the water's coming down. And like, dude, Adam Driver is a good actor. Like he is carrying so much emotion on his <laughs> mm-hmm. face. And you know, if you remember the timeline, they had just revealed the force healing stuff on the uh, Mandalorian. On Mandalorian, yeah. You're like, oh shit, Grogu's just like healing people. I wonder if that's going to come into play. And all of a sudden, Ray's like healing Kylo. It's pretty cool. And then the Harrison Ford stuff, all of that was great. And I do like, as much as I complain about the Leia stuff, like her basically passing on and then like wielding the force to kind of like, she knew that maybe Han was the only one who's going to actually be able to get through to Kylo finally, even though he was losing his grip well before that. I love that. And then the whole, through the whole end, the redemption, all the stuff on Exegol and the emperor on his like machine, and then in his like red robes. And then the whole, the whole thing, the whole duel with, 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 with Ben solo showing up, like, again, this is a very star Wars complaint. I wanted more. I was like, where, I want more Ben solo. I would, this guy's great. Looks so cool. And like, charming and wonderful. I need more of that here. Here's a question. Uh, how
1: did he, how did Ben Solo die? (laughs) He, (laughs) it is a weird bit in the film, I think. And I think it's almost, I think he force heals Ray. Right.
0: Right. Does he He, give her, gives her the much,
1: like, I, it's sort of unclear. And when he dies in the film, it's like they kiss. And then he just goes. It's like he just it's like a weird yeah. comical fall. Dude, so she's like, like poison ivy, dude. He's
0: dead? The kiss like, killed wait, him.
1: What killed him? What is like,
0: well, why is he dead? I think he could make an argument. He too much of his life or something. I don't
2: know. Yeah.
0: I mean, he had a long day he He went through a lot he was dead and revived Um, we finally see him go up against the Knights of Ren I knew
2: that was coming yeah
0: very cool and I think the point I was trying to make earlier I never got to I was getting so flustered about Leia I think one of the, the things that is bittersweet about this trilogy is that you kind of feel there's like a whole trilogy of movies in between that we maybe missed out on because I like at its core, the story of Luke training Kylo to be the, the new lead of the, the new Jedi order and Kylo turning on him. That's a great story. I want to see that. I don't want to see it in a five minute or not a five, a 30 second flashback. Like I want to see that story. Right. Um, but yeah, I, I thought Ben Solo was great. I, I love the, the whole end with him and Ray and like. Abby, how, how do you feel about that, though, as far as, like, the poetry of the kiss? What what does it mean? Does it mean Ray was just in love with him? Like, is it, like, I mean, they kiss in Star Wars. I mean, Luke and Leia used to kiss. And they're fucking brother and sister. So
2: <laughs> I think that the last, or excuse me, Rise of Skywalker was all about giving the fans what at least Star Wars thought they wanted. And I think that that kiss is something that was expected by f- fans. Um, Some
0: people yeah. hate that, though.
2: Yeah, I. Go, looking back on it, um, I got mixed emotions honestly because there is a part of me that's like gratified just to see Ray kiss somebody and like to have that moment in a Star Wars film and and it being a kiss of death, like a Romeo and Juliet typo, like really sad. Um, oh yeah, that that, that is, was
0: probably Ray's first kiss.
2: Well, <laughs> I think she might have had some fun on you know Jakku at some point. There's
0: no way Ray was having fun on Jakku.
2: You never know. I, if i were her i'd find something to do um
0: <laughs> she's got that
1: long she's alone yeah i know where she got that
0: x-wing pilot oh, that, yeah, <laughs> it's like the
2: jersey you we don't know we don't want to know <laughs> from a guy <laughs> yeah
0: by the way we've been talking about uh the sequel trilogy for like 45 minutes and nobody has mentioned bb8 so what does that say about bb8 <laughs> he's great i, I love, love bb8 he loves you want there's no discussion
1: to be had about BB-8. He's awesome. Everybody yeah, all loves the
0: droids him. and creatures are cute and awesome. But back yeah. to the kiss, I buy into it. I think that Force dyad, that that two halves of one whole, born around the same time of the Force, like to me that that goes. That I buy it. I I'm into that. You know, I I think that if you buy into, uh uh, you know, the the what is foretold in the force about uh the one who will bring balance and is that anakin skywalker And was he uh, an immaculate birth and you know all all of that that's the shit i love about star wars i really get into that so if you want to add new uh lore to that and you want to talk about force dyads like that i have no issues with that i think that stuff's pretty cool yeah
1: wayfinder I don't I didn't
0: say shit about a <laughs> Wayfinder. <wave> <laughs> Wayfinders might be a little dumb. Oh, Wayfinder.com? We got yeah. them both? <laughs> yeah. yeah. The, 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 my, the Rise of Skywalker.
1: Oh, there's a magic me? blade that's going to somehow is calculated to the wreckage of the Death Star. So when you hold the blade right to the wreckage of the Death Star, it shows you a map to the throne room the way fi- <laughs> why did we hide the wayfinder in the wreckage of the death star I don't why know, did we call it that there is a little bit of weird stuff There's, but it's a little bit of. but weird. it's also all like what it's a little like, video yeah game. i
2: don't think i've said this but I, I prefer rise to uh last jedi i think that it's overall got like more color and texture do, yeah. yeah and interest right sure right and Kind of like people doing Star Wars, the Star Wars cat- you know characters I doing loved? Star Wars things. I
0: loved how much the critics hated Rise of Skywalker, and they like they were like these fans, they don't understand like Ryan Johnson. Like like, uh, there's nothing better than when fans like something and critics don't. That's my favorite thing. Even though I didn't really like it, I was still kind of like love seeing like highbrow movie critics being like, "Well, if they just understood some <laughs> filmmaking, like they understand Rian Johnson, <laughs> the Ryan Johnson, the auteur of our time." Mm-hmm. Hey, did you see this meme going around by the way? It's a I, I listen, this has nothing to do with Star Wars, but it's very funny and we'll just move on from here. It's a it's a still from the Fable Men's and it just says men will literally just become the greatest director in history instead of going to therapy. <laughs>
2: That's so pretty great. That's great. It's fucking
0: good. Um, any other thing anything else on the sequel trilogy? No. pretty good? This, let's yeah, do this
2: one. Yeah, let's do fuck budget and then uh we'll talk prequels sometime.
0: Yeah. Well, next time we'll do a prequel one. That'll be fun. All right. It's time for the YHS fuck budget. If this is your first time, what we do is we have a set of categories and we allocate fuck bucks and we decide how many fucks we give for each one. You can't overspend your fucks. What do you, you get, get? Ten bucks. Ten. Each? You get
2: ten fucks. Five ten. categories. Craig's the banker. We are the uh, customers. <laughs>
0: there you go. Yeah. And since we're talking about Star Wars tonight, we're we're going to make it a Star Wars fuck budget. This is very fun. We've done one of these before. I'm excited about this. Now, Jake, we brainstormed. How you know? What do we want to do for the Star Wars fuck budget? We could do characters. Do we want to do, you know, the last five years? And we said, why don't we do this? It's a Disney Plus fuck budget. We are taking a look back at the releases that have been exclusive for Star Wars on Disney Plus. We, we've we dug in pretty deep on some of the stuff in the past, but some of it is fairly new. We haven't gone as deep because we've been very busy. I do want to say Andor is not on the list. Jake, why are we leaving Andor off this uh, fuck budget? Uh,
1: we're, we're, we're leaving Andor off because I thought it would be more interesting to have to see what our feelings are on these shows being kind of further away from them. Right. Andor's right. Andor's brand new and also everybody loves Andor. So it's not interesting for us to discuss that. But it's interesting to see where we are on stuff maybe we liked
0: a year ago or two years right ago. right yeah andor mm-hmm. was great abby you liked andor
2: yeah loved it was talking about it earlier it's definitely worth a rewatch i think and um today's diego luna's birthday diego luna what? total fox love yeah. him happy birthday diego oh, sure. happy I know birthday. you're
0: watching feliz cumpleaños feliz
2: cumpleaños party Thank you. Yes, uh, um, Diego
0: Luna is fucking great, and Andor is great, and I can't wait for season two. Mm-hmm. But right now, we're going to get into this fuck budget. So here it is: we have a list of five shows or specials that have been on Disney Plus in the Star Wars universe. Jake and Abby are each going to allocate a number of fucks to each one. Let's get started. Jake, I'm going to start with you. Okay. When it comes to the Book of Boba Fett, we only got one season of it. We don't know if it's going to continue. Tamara Morrison finally bringing Boba Fett to his full form for better or for worse book of Boba Fett. How many fucks do you give?
1: I gave it, I gave it two fucks, but I, I went back and forth with whether or not to give it two or one. And the only reason I gave it two is because, um, it has got one of the best episodes of star Wars. I think it's like, it feel. I was like, is this the last Jedi of TV shows? Because <laughs> yeah. I, I think, I think Book of Boba Fett started off really interesting and I was like, oh, this is going to be cool. And then it quickly turned into something that I just did not care for. I don't, you know, like a lot of it, it I was like, cool. The Huts are villains. Oh, maybe they're not. Chrysanthemum is the villain. Maybe he's not. Uh, <laughs> there's, you know, but there, there is an episode of that show. There's two episodes of that show that are basically Mandalorian episodes. Right. right. Um, mm-hmm. And directed by, Bryce Dallas Howard uh, is maybe the best episode of the fucking show where it's all Luke and uh, Luke Skywalker and training Grogu. Oh, with Ahsoka with Ahsoka. And And the episode is like also they they've gotten the CGI down to the point where it's like, I can't tell that that's not a human being. Like when you, you know, in in Mandalorian, when Luke shows up, he if you go back and watch that, it doesn't look great, right? But in Book of Boba Fett, it looks like a like I've been fooled at this point. I, right. I think that's a human being. That episode also has um uh Cobb Vanth being yeah. like a badass in the beginning, you know, and I'm like and Cobb Vanth is great in, in Book of Boba Fett when he's the very small amounts he's in it is awesome to the point where I'd rather be watching a whole show about Cobb Vanth.
0: Oh me but too. That epi- yeah.
1: that episode alone. Baby Grogu and Luke Skywalker, you know, Luke talking about Yoda and Luke and Ahsoka having, you know, uh, conversations together. That episode alone gets two fucks. The rest of the show, the rest of the show, I don't, I did not, I don't care for as much anymore. Okay.
2: Nice. Abigail. Uh, Well, I'm going to go out and just say it. I gave this one fuck and that one fuck, I don't want to echo everything that Jake just said, but the one fuck does go to the, that very special episode of um, Book of Boba. <laughs> oh, hold on. Hold on.
0: You can't just say tonight on a very special episode of Book of Boba. fact. <laughs> that means something bad is. happens to him? Oh, yeah. And yeah a yeah, lesson yeah. is going to be learned. Well, that was it's the
2: one that everybody <laughs> hey, knows because you got Grogu, hey, dude. I
0: hate to tell
1: you, but something bad did happen to that show. Yeah. The rest I want to see show. the
0: episode where. Uh, oh. Oh yeah the very special episode is when um uh boba fett has to teach the the mod kids uh about the dangers of spice
2: (laughs) yeah don't talk to spice dealers
0: i Um, can't believe that's the same show
1: i cannot believe
2: i know when i was doing the cookies i was thinking of making uh, macadamia mods uh and i got
1: upset (laughs) ah you got mad about it
2: yeah but here we have with, with the bentha pies um god uh that episode that we're talking about, I don't need to go any more into it. It's just great to see Ahsoka and Luke talking, like you're saying. It was. It felt like the scope and the, the subject matter was like so, uh, classic Star Wars. What we want. Um, the you rest rel- of the show though felt like a USA action, like t- very small scale TV show. Um, and maybe that's for some people. It wasn't necessarily for me. I didn't have. I like the introduction of uh thinking he's going to be so much cooler and uh, he's not and then <laughs> yeah it was a lot of build up oh cool Madame like, garza
1: the tuscans were so cool at the beginning yeah. and it's like oh mm-hmm. cool all the, all the tuscans are dead we're not doing left in anymore. the dust yeah so, oh okay. there's a
2: female tuscan she's going to who is she nobody did doesn't That's matter who she is. yeah yeah and as a fan when you're watching something like that with expectations it's like oh wow that this thought wasn't put into this that um that I wish had been put into it, and maybe there were some missed opportunities.
0: It's so weird because if you go back, if you were like five years ago, someone's like, hey, there's a live action Boba Fett show, and there's a there's a scene where Luke hangs out with Ahsoka, you'd go, no, there's not everything you just said that doesn't make sense <laughs> at any level, right? So right. it's like, on one level, you do feel like you're being gifted something as a Star Wars fan, but it's, listen, you still gotta have some critical analysis, right? So uh, yeah. I'm with you, Jay, I'm at two fucks uh i think some highs some lows really started off strong i like the train heist episode i like yep. uh the what is that creature that uh, i think in the first episode the Harryhausen style uh yeah, creature oh uh, with, with the
2: cool.
3: yeah the sand
0: that, thing mm-hmm. yeah
2: mm-hmm.
0: that was awesome sure. yeah um uh and,
2: and I, I rancor stuff was kind of a letdown
0: yeah i thought the baby rancor like by t- at at the end it was cool but like getting there was kind of like You know i like danny trejo being the trainer like there's enough in there where i have fond memories yeah like max rebo being back at madame garza's favorite character um abby cad bane
2: yeah Uh, he was never my absolute favorite even from the cartoon from clone wars i know that a lot of people love him if you're into that character and the western stuff um and the shootout and the hat and all that i I can you like his hat? You yeah, he get just was, it. thats not a character that really like a um, a Wild West like mercenary type. There's not
1: there's not enough. He's dead before. He's yeah, dead. Mm-hmm. he's he that, that scene the scene with him and um uh Cobb Vanth is an awesome scene. Right, it's very tense. It's great. Um, but then you know the next time you see him is him having his battle with Boba Fett and he dies and then right. you're like, okay, cool, he's done. Yeah.
0: Before we move off of this topic. Let's talk about Boba Fett as a character and where he Why? is now. Who cares? Because well, the whole show's- Where is, show's,
1: is he? I don't know where he's at. I don't even it's remember. A whole, it's a book of Does Boba it end Fett. with them all hugging or something? He's in a fucking tank. He's way <laughs> cooler. Boba Fett, hey, I've always back hated Boba Fett. You guys know I've always hated Boba He's never been my favorite. He's right. awesome in The Mandalorian. Like the, the parts that you get of Boba Fett in The Mandalorian, when he shows up, he gets his armor back the first time. I was like, you know what? Now he's living up to people's ideas of him, even though he wasn't and he wasn't a badass in the old films. Now he is. Now it's okay, and I like mm-hmm. him now. But Book of Boba Fett <laughs> is like a cartoon version of the Boba Fett from Mandalorian. You know what I mean? It's <laughs> yeah, just like no, Boba Fett. And, it. it should have been called Boba Fett and Friends. You know what I mean? Yeah. Or Boba, mornings or Boba Fett. Fett and the real Ghostbusters. Like
0: it's <laughs> like a fucking. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, hold on. Is Boba Fett Slimer in this He's Slimer case? in
1: this. It's okay. weird.
0: It's like a weird
1: dumbed down version of the character from a show a year earlier. It's It feels okay. like a different Boba Fett. Okay. I, I think he's, I don't know. He's still, he. there's some fun stuff in there. And I don't know. Well, we'll I don't see. know what I'm saying. He's, uh, I mean, Boba it Fett ended Fett with him
0: hurt. and Fennec Shant just walking around. I That's think a, we
2: should just leave it all, and move on they like hug? they did with Was all it? the plot points.
1: I feel like the last shot of uh, Book of Boba Fett was Boba Fett and Chrysanthemum hugging and then like a freeze frame or something. <laughs> yeah. Did
0: I make that up? And then it was like, <laughs> wasn't, it them, wasn't it? Camp.
1: Wasn't the whole crew just going? Yeah.
0: <laughs> yes. <Freeze And laughs> it was up, a freeze up, frame. Up,
2: up, up. like tossed a piece of fruit up or something. Boba yeah. Fett and
0: friends will return after these messages. Uh, <laughs> all right, let's fucking move on. Um, yeah. Number two on the list uh very recent tales of the jedi uh, a series of animated shorts uh filling in some of the backstory of important jedi throughout uh history on disney plus headed up by dave filoni abigail gardner when it comes to tales of the jedi how many fucks zero fucks
2: i gave this show zero fucks man i mean it? i like i like what you say
1: i said did you watch it i'm just kidding
2: yeah i did I I it was all did. funerals and i don't remember it very much and it didn't stick out and mean anything to me so i gave it zero fucks
0: okay okay yeah that's it nothing else That's no awesome. I, all right. yeah.
2: I watched yeah. it when it came out and i remember padme's funeral and that was nice but um <laughs> it was nice. it's not like long form storytelling it, it there wasn't right. like they were just single episodes that were shorter yeah. that were somber and it wasn't my style as much
0: there you go jake i I wish they were
1: longer i wish it was a longer season i I was bummed out by how short everything was i gave it two fucks because i like uh the count dooku like two two of the episodes are like backstories on count dooku who is the most interesting character of the prequels and the most underutilized character of the prequels so i thought it was cool to see him when he's still a jedi you got some qui-gon Backstory, which was really yep. cool. Uh, you got um, Yaddle's story, and I thought that one was pretty. For an animated episode, like they kill Yaddle, they show like the She's death done. of Yaddle, which I thought was pretty crazy. Um, I wish I wished it was longer. I thought it was way more interesting and entertaining than Book of Boba Fett and Obi Wan, which I and I and I'm not like a huge animation dude. Like I'm not. I don't. I, I wish it was live action. I think it would have been better in live action. But I, I was like, I'm into this. Like this to me, this is doing more storytelling than the last two live action shows we've gotten.
0: Okay. So I gave it. So I gave it two. Glad
1: you liked
2: it. Yeah,
0: I'll give it a fuck. Um, I, I liked it. I thought the Yaddle stuff was cool. I, I like anything that me in a meaningful way, like fills in backstory, uh, for for some of these characters, like Count Dooku, uh was cool is cool i and it's seeing some of the stuff with ahsoka going on the run and showing up at uh you know padme's funeral kind of being like a batman type character and having that good interaction what was it with bail organa there's some good stuff in there so will I ever go back and watch them again probably not but if they do a second season i'll i'll watch it day one so um to me it's like a comic book like i'm glad it exists i'm having i'm having fun the I get there. That. okay yeah uh, all right, number three, Jake. We'll start with you. Obi Wan. Obi Wan. Obi Wan got one fuck from me,
1: and I and I and I felt it was hard for me to even give it one. Like I, I, I was so excited for Obi Wan, and I'm really glad that you and McGregor came back. But boy, that show felt not real. It felt like it didn't. Feel, I don't know. It just didn't feel like real. It felt like I was like if motion smoothing had was a TV show, it was that <laughs> like, it gave me the same feeling you get from watching something on motion smoothing. It's like, like Ugh, technically what is I'm watching this? a movie, I, but... I don't know why, but I hate this. Um, the one fuck is because like, it felt like, um, it felt like the last episode was made by a completely different crew. And they were like, give them the emperor. We're going to give them battle. We're going to have this really awesome, uh, Anakin flashback stuff. We're going to have Anakin's face talking and the Darth Vader voice. Like the last episode, it's like they saved everything cool for the last episode and didn't know what to write the entire, it's like they wrote the last episode first. Oh, wouldn't this be awesome if they, if we we got to see this, 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 and this, Oh fuck, we better write six other episodes to go for that,
0: but it was the also the only sh- episode you watched in Martha's Vineyard, and everything's a little bit better there. Yeah, exactly.
1: That's why I got one fuck. I had to give <laughs> it one because I do love those characters, and I love seeing them. And I and I kind of there, there's a season two, right? Nothing's there's, been announced. I thought, oh, I thought they did it. No, I thought they did. So no. We'll all right, well, maybe not. Well, <laughs> bummer. Um, <laughs> one fuck. That's all I got for it. Abigail, I gave this two
2: fucks. I, I'm on a different page than Jake. I I really. I know it's not perfect, um, but you've got you've got Ewan um, and Hayden, and Ewan and Hayden are like just a dynamic Those duo that I care about. Yeah, and I liked seeing Ewan back on screen. I I think he's a great actor. It was a pleasure to like take a photo with him at celebration this year. Um, I think the hype that I had for it is probably where my fucks are coming from. It was it was a a TV show that like came out while we were at Celebration, and it was very overwhelming, um, but also an exciting time when I look back on it. Um, and I liked Little Leia. I enjoyed... Um, I can't remember the actress's name, but she's great on Instagram. Can I
0: say something? Yeah. I literally forgot about that. I was what? just
1: thinking the same thing.
0: I How forgot about- Leia was even fucking show.
2: You forgot about Little Leia? I forgot, I forgot, forgot Leia. that was
1: even a plot. I liked
2: her. I really liked Little Leia. Yeah. Um, I don't know if it's... It doesn't seem like the show like had as big of an impact as it was intended to, yeah. right? Um, but I just I'm I'm a sucker for um, for older Obi Wan as he's like having a relationship with young Leia and knowing her mom the way that he did. As much as I love uh, Phantom Menace and Attack of the Clones, like to have to watch Obi Wan reminiscing about Padme, um, it's yeah. it's special, yeah
0: yeah god that show i guess i'm at like two fucks i don't the hype was huge i do love ewan mcgregor i think him him as obi-wan is probably the best part of the prequels i think there's some missed opportunities again it seems like maybe they overthought some stuff like i know you want to bring in inquisitors and tell the story of these these fault these jedi who survived order 66 and all that but like man star wars can also be kind of simple like it could just be darth vader right like it could just be darth vader is a badass and maybe you have the inquisitors in there a little bit but like i don't know it just it felt pretty rote right it felt pretty much prescribed like you knew with the the first battle okay there's gonna be a second battle but just like in you know rocky three or whatever rocky four uh and then uh you know you you know uh qui-gon's gonna show up at the end like it, it didn't Nothing. The only really, the big cool thing was in that second battle with Obi-Wan and Darth where the mask opens up and you kind of yeah. hear the, the mixture of Hayden's voice with Darth's voice. And I also the flashback, the training flashback to like episode two era was really cool and well yes. done. <laughs> Love um, Yeah. But overall, like after it's all those... that, that's all
1: in one episode, right? Right. That's all in the final episode. After all those years
0: of hype, yeah. maybe it works better as a movie just give me a, an hour and 45 minute adventure yeah. with with obi-wan i don't mm-hmm. know i
1: think the, the reva stuff kind of hard stops the show for me like it was just all it's like you said it felt like they were overcomplicating by trying to have another character who it's like why do we need the, like the it's an obi-wan show why do we need a secondary is it a villain are they they you know she's like right. sneaky you think she's a villain, but she actually wants to kill Darth. Why? Why can't this just be about Obi Wan and Anakin?
0: Right. They just—it no,
1: makes no sense
0: to me. Stuff they mm-hmm. tend to overthink this stuff. I don't know. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But anyways, I
2: didn't have the disdain for Reva that I think some people may have, but I I do think that that was a, one of the weaker plot points of the show. I yeah. wasn't really. I mean, again,
0: thing. like on paper, oh, this kid was a Jedi youngling who survives Order sixty six. Yeah. And then it's now an inquisitor. Like it sounds great on paper, but sometimes right. the execution not so well. All right. Uh, let's finish this up. Two more. Abigail, Mandalorian. How many fucks?
2: Five fucks. All the most fucks that I can give to this show. Mandalorian rules. Um, Din Djarin and uh, the whole cast, uh, Grogu. Um, that show came out and just, it changed and it brought like a whole new warmth. Relit like in my heart for, for Star Wars, and um, it got our it got us talking. We started doing Midnight Mando, and um, that show has introduced lore and um, characters that are incredible and some of the best. I think that the Mando Mandalorian is like like probably the most popular. M- aside from Luke Skywalker, like character, like that's been, and obviously the success of baby Yoda and all that was like enormous. Um, but, uh, Dave Filoni, give a shout out to him because it's pretty much like all Dave Filoni,
0: friend of the podcast. You can say that. (laughs) Yeah.
2: His like his direction and, uh, creativity and sense of humor and understanding Mm -hmm. of of the depths of star Wars. Like it made that show, uh, just rewatchable for me. And in something that like, I got the fucking the the Mandalorian necklace and like I was considering getting the tattoo. Um, oh, the, yeah, whoa. I asked you, Jake. I haven't gone. Through I didn't know it.
0: What, I didn't know you were going to say I thought you'd say I was considering getting that shaved into my hand like that. <laughs> that the what the fucking skull.
2: Oh, no, I was thinking about getting a tattoo. It's like the, the skull of. I
0: don't fucking know.
2: <laughs> the I, sh- I, I see the that's right. Mythoskull. I didn't get that tattoo. Mi- uh, mythosaur? <laughs> the mythosaur. There you go well if i'd gotten the tattoo i would have known that
3: <laughs> but i didn't
2: That's uh so mando is awesome i there's this is the way um you got amy sedaris being hilarious um as a um totally Mythosaur. And, no it's not pelimoto thank you thank you we've talked a lot of star wars
0: i know um, but damn yeah. we're almost at two hours mando's the I thing know.
2: that if we if we hit end on this i would go put that on before anything else All and right. be the most satisfied
1: jake mandalorian how many wow i also gave it five fucks because it's something it's something that i thought i wasn't gonna care for i just thought it was gonna be like you know i've never mandalorians have never been exciting to me so i was just like oh whatever it will be a thing and it ended up being such a good show especially season two like the second season is better than the first season every single episode in season two is Insane and amazing, and I love how they've taken all these characters that have only been either in the cartoons or or not even been canon out of the novels and stuff, and they're bringing all these other characters in. Ahsoka, they brought back Luke Skywalker, and it has kind of opened up so many doors for like what we might be able to see with Luke or other um, younger versions of characters in the future. Uh, the grogu stuff the fact that we're probably going to learn a little more about yoda's race as the show goes on like seeing grogu being trained by luke skywalker and we're probably going to get more luke skywalker and just like so many weird things ahsoka dude, i s howard is
0: directing like mm-hmm. every episode is awesome there's dude. monsters mm-hmm. grogu having to make the 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 sophie's choice over the the beskar chainmail or yoda's yeah. lightsaber yeah and it's like even though oh wait uh, that was a book of boba Fett. that's in book of boba fett but yeah it's in book of boba fett but that is
1: a mandalorian episode right that episode is a mandalorian episode we know and mm-hmm. i and, and i think even though he took the the beskar i don't think that means that's the end of you know, him going down the Jedi route. I think we're gonna see more of that. It's not they're not gonna bring Luke Skywalker in and then just be like, all right,
0: we're done. You know what it's gonna be? And I'm getting so excited thinking about it. Hmm. Yoda's gonna show up and tell Luke he's being dumb again. That would be amazing. Luke's gonna be like Luke's gonna be like, well Master Yoda, he he made the wrong choice. He made and Yoda's gonna be like, "Not one path we all have. Give not, me my fucking lightsaber." You know, like not every
1: yeah. hey, not it, not every little green man is a Jedi, dude. <laughs> just because I was, don't be a racist. Um, yeah, I don't know. I just think like when I think about the episodes of uh, Book of, or uh, Mandalorian, I feel like there's not one single bad episode. Like there might be episodes that I like better than others, right? But I feel like I really like every episode kind of being even though it's an ongoing plot. Right. It's still every episode's kind of its own thing. It's another like, oh, we got to go fight this thing. We got to go fight a fucking sand beast or we got to go do it. Right. It's awesome. And like the villains, awesome. The dark troopers are awesome. Like everything's cool in it. So Mm -hmm. um, yeah, it's the it's like the best Star Wars TV that we've gotten so far. And so I gave it five
0: bucks. Sweet. Mm-hmm. All right, I'll give it five fucks too. I'm just copying you guys. Last one, season two is coming up. The Bad Batch. Jake, you start us off. I think I know where this is going. <laughs> Zero fucks. Jake, well, just, like, you even watch
1: it, Jake? <laughs> uh, <laughs> I can't. I've tried. I've tried uh-huh. to watch it a couple. Yeah, I've tried to watch it a couple times, and I I think I hate it. I've wa- I've I've given the first season. I watched a couple episodes, and I'm just I'm not interested in. Any of those characters, the plot, I, that animation is not my favorite. Um, you know, then we saw the Bad Batch. Uh, we saw, like, I, I don't know, if it was the first episode of season two, or we saw parts of it at the, you know, we went to the big, Celebration. We we're at Celebration. Yeah, and we went to that. I, was, I was like, things. "Where did we go? With the big uh, oh, celebration?" And I was like, "Oh, this is kind of cool. Let me try to watch it again." And we got back from that, and I tried to watch it again, and I was just like, "I hate this card. I don't like this. To me, it's like too far out of the bigger you plot care about, of Star right. Wars. Different I stripes, do not yeah. care for those kind of characters or stories. So it's just a zero for me." Abigail.
2: Well, I gave it two fucks. Um, I was invested and excited for the series because it was the first thing to come out after The Mandalorian, so I had these expectations of its importance and how <clears throat> it would connect uh, time periods that like would that I wanted to explore. Um,
0: I like just growing up, wanting to explore a little bit. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> The
2: first episode of the first season is like a masterpiece. It's very, very well done. Um, And it picks up right after Order 66 is enacted and you get to see things from the other side. And uh, you got Freddie Prinze Jr. like doing the sup dog. Um, He's like, he's voicing uh, his character. So basically what I'll say about this is I had really high hopes and I was um, really wanting to love this show. I liked Omega. I liked all Hold the guys. On.
0: This feels like some sort of reveal. Do you not like the bad? Bats no, so I do. I'm just saying my, just my gave it love. Two fucks.
2: Yeah. I, two Fox is pretty good. And I, I'm going to watch it. Cause I watched every episode of it and I, I did reviews of it on YouTube. So I did care a lot going back to it. I'm, I'm excited. I'll be honest, because it's going to be, it's a, it's a nice fun cartoon in a space that I know with characters. Easily that I know.
0: digestible.
2: Yeah. There it's easily go. digestible Star Wars content that comes out that is, it's animated. It's in general pretty good, but there there were some redundant episodes at the end of season one that were like, oh, we're going on the same mission again and again and again. It's
0: uh, just I'd, fun to do all their voices.
2: Yeah. And I guess in the beginning, it was the question of like, okay, so Omega is like, what is she? Where does her role fit in?
0: I mean that's Um, a clone. They kind of haven't expanded on it, but she is a clone. And like supposedly she is like, like she is Omega in the sense that Boba Fett is the first clone of Django. Yeah. And that she is the the second like closest. Mm -hmm. Like she has like Boba Fett, almost like one to one, like cloning style, genetics, style, genetics sounds better. (laughs) She's got that cloning style. You know that Boba Fett cloning <laughs> also, style. Also, like the premise this.
2: of the of the show was like uh a young Omega being like taken off of um uh Camino Camino and finding like a family, which I like that kind of stuff. I like the the idea of being rescued and finding your own group and kind of making your own way and watching her get her bow and arrow and make her own space in the ship was was heartwarming and sweet.
0: Can I just say something? It's a, it's a non,
2: it's not offensive and it's no, it doesn't like do things with the, the canon of star Wars that are upsetting. Right. And it's a fun show.
0: There you go. I just want to say something as we wind down.
2: Mm
0: -hmm. We knew more about star Wars. Collectively. And we're like, we're all huge fans, but we're not like there's, there's people with way more knowledge than we have. But this, I know more about Star Wars than any of my parents know about any one given topic (laughs) about anything about any one thing is that a
1: sad but is that sad for your parents or for
0: you not for for me sad for them I fucking rule I love it (laughs) Mm -hmm. I just was like God there's just it's a big universe there's a lot to unpack here it's a lot to know well listen this was fun I want another cookie, Jake. How you feeling? You feeling pretty good about I'm, tonight? I'm, I'm I'm pretty good. Yeah, I'm gonna. Uh, I got a lot of cookies to eat
1: over here. I'm gonna leave them out for Santa
0: for for n- next, next year. Santa. Dude, what <laughs> for next, you know, Santa? Bonus content for the Patreon. They should laugh. Just leave your camera running. and just sit there and eat the cookies, no matter how long it takes.
1: <laughs> until I throw, I'm gonna eat every one of these <laughs> cookies until I throw up into the. We'll put a 3D effect on it. Oh, mm-hmm. cool. Jake yeah. throws cool. up.
0: Jacob Walsh Jake throwing
1: throws up. up his Why Jake eat every cookie. For, That'll be Jake week. throw up for 10 hours. It's just on a loop. <laughs> uh,
0: sleep, what's up, guys? Sleep sounds. Jacob Walsh throws up. Welcome to Yes, House. Up Today, we're <gasps> stealing a giraffe from the zoo. and We're getting on the interstate. Like, <laughs> what? <laughs> uh, Abigail, final thoughts?
2: Yeah. Uh, That'd be good for the giraffe, but not to get on the interstate, but, you know, just live his own life. Um, I, uh, (laughs) yeah, it turns out we have lots of thoughts and opinions on Star Wars that that don't go away because we do care because the original trilogy is important to us and everything that comes after it is something that deserves our attention and we just get upset when it's not holding it (laughs) the way that we want it to and yeah we're fanboys which is also
1: can be a danger like it's like part of me feels bad for being like well I'm just mad because it didn't do what I want to because that's the kind of thing we make fun of is when somebody has their own expectations but it's like I I think it's more than that it's more than just like we're not mad at those last two movies because they didn't do what we wanted it to do we're we're just mad because they didn't do anything that made any kind of sense. <laughs> <laughs> right. We're not Snyder people. Yeah, yeah we're not, we're not Snyder like. people. We're smart people.
0: Mm-hmm. We're
1: the smarter cut. Mm-hmm. If we, hey, if you have to call yourself smart, then
0: we're really smart. We're smart, right, Mom? Hey. hey, Mom, tell, tell me, I'm know. smart. We know a
2: lot, and we're smart, <laughs>
0: <laughs> and our opinions are objectively correct. So sure, yeah, yeah. Well, listen guys this is a really fun way to kick off the new year make sure you tune in every week for new episodes yes have some podcasts make sure you subscribe to the new podcast channel at why just podcast on youtube leave a review five stars on itunes help us spread the word we got big stuff coming up we got a new ghostbusters movie that's going to be going behind the camera in the next I, i'm getting close to like a dan akron voice you're doing oh, Dan going to yeah. be big stuff coming boy we spring. got a big year coming up oh boy that new movie well we're going to do it with the new vernacular I went back and watched Dan Aykroyd talking about the new vernacular. What the fuck is he ever talking about with his vernacular?
2: Dude, he Did, he read the, his own. He read vernacular. Jason's writing script and said,
0: where's the new vernacular? Isotope fuel isotope. Abigail, final thought. You got it.
2: Uh, I want to change the vernacular. No, I, I, I like the YHS vernacular. I love barging. Um, I love toy anxiety and i love that we have this channel now that's dedicated just to us three talking and discussing our favorite films and uh breaking down shit that's happening in um in our world and i think it's really cool that people can come to this space hang out with us and it's gonna be good yeah,
0: yeah let us know what you think leave a comment on youtube leave a review on itunes and we'll keep this train going because it's about to be the seventh year anniversary of yes have some podcast for abigail gardner jacob walsh craig goldberg and my friend Watto, who barely was acknowledged this entire time Watto
2: was so quiet what's weird what's up with him it's
0: underrated that this is in the house i like that this yeah. exists because this was kind of our own mythosaur our own mythical creature mm-hmm. we all bow to Watto. blue milk porgs and Watto. we will see everybody next week on yes have some podcast abby's double fisted whoa cheers to holiday Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> hey,
2: how that one take it was better than any of the commercial stuff. <laughs> <laughs> Cheers to holiday oh, memories. All right. There you go, Dr. Pepper. Bye everybody. Love y'all. Thanks for watching.
1: Bye. I'm
2: not drinking these.